Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Kevin, you were in. Actually, before before we get into it, let's let's just celebrate the fact that we're all here. This is nice. It's nice to have everyone Yay. off the injured list. It's nice to have everyone, uh, you know, back from uh, host land. Uh, so, w- welcome, welcome. Uh, anyway, Kevin, you you were in Charlottesville over the weekend, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, texted us to to remind us of a podcast we did way back in the olden times about a rule back when our kind of our main wheelhouse was Pierce inventing uh, various uh, half cocked quarter cocked 16th cocked rules uh, that he wanted all of society uh, to adopt and abide by. Uh, you want to you want to yeah, tell I mean, tell the that, listeners that, about your experience back, back in Halcyon days. <laughs> yeah, I was um, <clears throat> I was at Random Row uh, Brewery in Charlottesville doing a trivia on Sunday at five o'clock, which is one of the few things I think the world needs more of is Sunday evening trivia. Um, and there was a guy there who was wearing a three-notched brewery t-shirt which is kind of the you know the big dog in in charlottesville probably the brewery that's had the most success and i didn't know if there were similar rules about wearing a shirt for a brewery uh to another brewery whether it's you know the same town different town or you know that we can take it a lot of different ways yeah, and and just for for the benefit of people out there who who may um, also be inclined to make rules, I don't throw out these rules unless I've thought about them a lot. We we actually just I, I I didn't make the rule, but trust me, before we started recording, I mentioned some thoughts I have on vests. That's a story for a different day, but there there are some rules out there, so you're safe in the vest wearing world. But I, I think that this is is really interesting because. It is, it is kind of inherently different than, um, you know, when we've talked before about what jerseys you can wear to sporting events, essentially, um, because that is like a directly competitive environment, and this one is more of an implicitly competitive environment. But that's not to say it's an arena where people lack strong feelings, because I know that. I mean, this is this is craft beer. If, uh, as far as feelings go, expressed on the internet, there is no thing that has stronger feelings than you know craft breweries and how you feel about them. So this is maybe a, a hornet's nest uh, that that I think it's fair for us to wade into. Okay, so yeah, so so Pierce, you you brought up the uh, this Jersey analogy over the weekend and compared it to uh you know someone wearing angel stuff at a dodgers game or really vice versa sort of given those two breweries relative 
standings in the market. But mm-hmm. I, I sort of pushed, I pushed back a lot actually on the idea that these were analogous situations for uh, one specific reason. Sports are inherently competitive and they are a zero sum game in that if you are, you know, if you're rooting for one team in a game, you can't be rooting for the other team in that game. But really, like, craft breweries aren't exactly playing against each other in the same way. Like, of course, there is market competition, but mm-hmm. craft beer in particular, and, and we can talk about this in sort of other arenas too, but I feel like for, for beer specifically, like that is a, a sort of world that's built on fostering a community and like the, you know, in whatever, whatever town's beer scene you're a part of, like those brewers are all friends with each other. They know each other. They go to conventions. They collaborate on, on beer. So like, I don't think this is in any way, you know, you'd be a lunatic in my opinion, at least, uh, if your reaction to, you know, seeing this person in random row was like, get the fuck out of here. This is a random row. You know, this is random row. We don't accept three notch support here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's where I think that's where my my selection of teams was kind of important. It's it's that um, it is still it is still not the same. It is not totally analogous, but like the angels are in the american league and they're not really ever competing with the dodgers unless they meet in in the world series um and they are in similar areas and and they might have fans that kind of are interested in both teams but they do have one that they prefer maybe it's your al team versus your nl team and and they really do exist in different strata because the angels are forever doomed and the dodgers are interesting and historical um but but there is not that community effect. It's it's not like occasionally um, you know a, a Dodgers player comes over and is you know talking to an Angels guy or anything. They're just they're in different spheres. Whereas this is kind of um, you know interwoven in some ways. I mean, Max, I think you responded uh, pretty uh, strongly to the idea that these are these are pals. Like these are people that are hanging out and stuff. I think so in general. I I, I mean I definitely agree with Sean about you know breweries especially are not a zero-sum game and a lot of these breweries especially in specific communities collaborate together i've, I've spoken to brewers in in maine and massachusetts and now in oregon that i asked them like you know how do you feel about these other breweries and they are all friends and they they collaborate and work together um it's tough also living in a town where most people's wardrobe is made up entirely of brewery shirts so it, mm-hmm. it just sort of naturally happens um, what I'd be curious about if we're, if we're not ready to go there yet, that's fine. But like, it's one thing to wear like a, a three notch shirt to random row. I'm curious. What about wearing like a Budweiser shirt? I had which the exact still same a, or still a brewery, right. but like not real. It's not because craft beer is a community, but it's well, craft beer. It's the community. Right, it's well, not beer. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I, I guess the first step I was going to take was like, well, there's three notched, which is a relatively successful brewery in in virginia but like um it's not something that people are driving miles and miles to or whatever like what about when 
someone in like Massachusetts wears like a trillium or a treehouse shirt to you know whatever random brewery like that just seems like a, oh cool you like treehouse too like me too it seems just kind of silly to wear that to a smaller brewery well and 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 that's where like this is where I was sort of coming from from the beginning is like this wearing this t-shirt is you know like virtue signaling is a grossly overused term in our society and it's been corrupted to mean something that is not exactly what it means but like that is virtue signaling if you wear a a craft brewery shirt out you are absolutely signaling your support for that brewery you're signaling your support for craft beer like as a concept and so like you know it doesn't strike me as, as that as that silly and and i had the thought that like you know for all we know uh that person a had already been to three notched that day and was wearing their three notch shirt at three notched which in a way i think is actually weirder i think it's actually weirder <laughs> to to do that to like wear a business's shirt to that business if you are not an employee that's, that's of that wearing, business it's wearing the band's shirt to their concert non-metal division right or that's just like that's their brewery day shirt that's what they wear whenever mm -hmm. they're going out to make the circuit and like i don't know i don't think we should <laughs> give that person that hard time for it yeah, well, I don't think so, you should give a hard time. It's just more about I'm saying I think yeah. it's different. Like, I think if you're going to three notch in random row and you happen to have both t-shirts, you should wear the random row t-shirt around and go to both places. I think that that is different than wearing the three notch to go into both places because you're like, I don't know, making the growing, trying to grow the name of the one that is smaller. Uh, do you think okay. do you think this applies when do, do you think people are thinking about where they're going when they're putting on a shirt like it's one thing with a jersey like if i'm going to a sporting event like oh i'm going to a basketball game i'm going to put on one of my basketball jerseys Max, that's a conscious I thought think, but like Max, do you not think about where just you're, parts you're, of people's wardrobe do you not think about where you're going when you get dressed no <laughs> what <laughs> well like in the I, when I choose what shirt to wear, like when he goes to a castle wedding, I'm taking well. this past a logical extreme. J just like I'm, you know, I'm I'm being an ass to prove a point. But like, of course you do. If you say no, you're you're not telling the truth. That you like you think about where you're going. You may, now whether the question of whether you think about like, am I going to this exact place? It's a reasonable question, but like. There's a reason that you don't wear, like, you know, there's a reason you don't wear workout clothes to work, although that analogy doesn't really work anymore. But, like, you know, it's why you're not going to wear a, a bathing suit and flip-flops to a wedding, because you think about where you're going when you're getting dressed. So I think that with, with this, what the specific that we are talking about is someone is going to a small craft brewery i know that these you know what does that mean but a we'll say a small craft brewery a local brewery something that its market is mostly local mm -hmm. um and they are wearing the shirt of a place that is 
maybe maybe a regional a more regional craft brewery it has a bit wider it it it's packages what it packages goes out more broadly in three notched but the point is is these are relatively small places and the person who has the three notch shirt i think is aware of of that situation or you know we can probably assume and if you're going to a a local or a regional craft brewery chances are people are there are choosing it because they are aware of it and they appreciate the local nature they've heard about it they probably have some awareness of 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 like the scene so to speak so i actually if someone walked into one of those with like an aslan shirt or a trillium shirt or or maybe even a treehouse shirt um, I think that that is a situation that's different than three notch because they there would probably be some internal groans and, and some eye rolls and stuff because, you know, we talked about are these really competitive? They are, you know, community based and everything. But with those, they're like on a different strata. And it's like, yes, maybe they want to collaborate, but they're the cool older brother that that you think you you're on the same page with, but you're not. And also they are really disruptive. I mean, all the hordes of people going to Trillium on a weekend or driving to Treehouse and stuff like that, as opposed to coming to the local place or trying to line up for Aslan and driving up to Alexandria for it or going to the filling station that now exists, as opposed to going to the place that's down the street. I think that's a situation where it's a little more of a gray line. It's like, oh, cool, you've been to the Big <clears throat> Brothers place and you're part of their club. But in that, there is some like you know, there's a little bit of dirt in your eye there. I, I think it's I think it's definitely different than than the three notched and and the two smaller places really. Yeah, well in that in that example you're or you know, kind of the, the main point Sean's making is that it's not really that much of a a zero sum competition, whereas in, you know, the filling station, Pierce, one of your concerns is that it's just gonna take business away from the place across the street because they kinda just they're already a big name and then they just moved in. Um, across the street so as as we've talked about before when you stop being a product and you start being a brand that is worth an eye roll and i think that that what you know to to get to the other point that was made budweiser is a brand (laughs) unfortunately pbr is a brand they can do things like put stuff on hats and everybody knows what that is everybody knows what coors is everybody can laugh at at, um you know clay thompson liking coors light after games those are brands as opposed to like look at the new cool beer we've released to say i I like aslan stuff great and fine but it is becoming a brand i i would differ i mean i would differ a little bit i mean you know random row is a brand it's just not like a mega brand and so, like, uh, the, the it's not a recognizable brand in in, in kind of a regional plus. But realm. it's but it is certainly a recognizable brand in Charlottesville. And so, like, you know, these as they so often do, these things are are matters of degree and scale. So, like, ultimately, the the thing that I think is like. If you walk into Random Row wearing a three-notch shirt, you are not going to influence anyone to like get up from their seat at the bar and walk out so they can go to three-notched instead. So in that case, like who who are we harming? Yeah, but if you come in in a shirt of like you know 
you know, a treehouse shirt or, or Trillium or, 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 um, Cigar City, for instance, which is a region. Oh, that's a, a good national one. brand at this point. Yeah. The, then, then people might be like, "Oh, look at this guy. He's he thinks he's so cool because he's he's been there." And I was just at an event recently where where I had not been around this type of people before. But talking about, "Oh yeah, I went to Cigar City and waited in line for this and stuff." I'm just like, "We have so much good stuff around here. Why can't you just? Why aren't you bringing bottles of of Wild Heaven? Why aren't you bringing?" You know, why does it have to be, oh, look at, I'm a collector. I'm a collector of brands. That's what it was. Yeah. I, you're, the the main harm you're risking at that point is, you know, potential, inducing potential muscle injuries from the eye rolling. But like, you know, obviously we've got to draw a line somewhere. Like it's it's a problem if you walk into Random Row wearing a sandwich board that says three notched is uh, going to undercut Random Row on price. They're doing two for one beers. Get over there now. Like that's that's yeah. obviously versus not explicit good. advertising. Yeah, Max, you were gonna so, say. Well, I'm curious, Pierce, what, based on what you're saying, like, do you would you feel the same way about local coffee shops or coffee roasters? It's another kind of business where there's usually when they're thriving, there's probably a few of them in a town. They compete, but maybe even more so than craft beer because I think people are a little more loyal to to coffee. Well, you might only have um, one coffee a day, whereas. <laughs> Well, exactly, have... and then people buy a. Yeah, that's really not it. not yeah. a lot of coffee crawls. <laughs> the, the co- no, but you you make a good point because I actually have I have a T shirt from a coffee roaster that is in um is is in Southern California actually, and and uh I wear I think I've worn it to coffee shops before, but that's different because they're in no ways at all in competition, even though I do get a subscription from there, so it is in competition as far as my dollar. Um, but but yeah, I think that there there is something important in that um, it, Max that you've had from one. I think it is similar to uh, you know with beers. It's like they might do really good drip coffee and a great roaster, but they don't focus on their espresso drinks as much. Um, and so I think that different places can offer different things. So if you go into one place because they're really good at sours and you buy all your sours there, but you don't buy any of your lagers or IPAs there. That's fine. There's, there's a, there's a diverse market that exists. Um, and, and I think that is important to be like, you can, you can still be competing in some ways, but kind of in, on different, uh, on different playing fields. Like, yes, the consumer only has so many dollars, but like, of course they're not going to buy, you know, uh, nails from a shovel store not that that exists but like if the place doesn't sell nails you're not going to buy nails there and it's there's still tools but um or accoutrement for for home improvement but they do different things are you suggesting that the the shirt and hat and other accessories should have the specific beer on them so that there's you know like, I support three notched IPAs, but not their other beers. You, yeah, you know, you know if you've got like an Aslan shirt or a, a Treehouse shirt, you you know what the person is interested in. They are they are virtual signaling that they are a juice boy with their with their IPAs and their cloudiness and their really terrible hangovers and pre diabetes, whatever. I think there's probably a term for that, but. Um, because of all the sugar it's just full of sugar <laughs> and then oh and then like the 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 like the milkshakey stuff that actually has lactose sugar in it like yes i mean we we know what that is but if you you know 
Crooked Stave is a place that exists in Colorado, and they do, I mean, it's in the name. They do stuff in barrels that is usually of the sour variety. If you see someone in a shirt like that, you know you know what their game is or what they're trying to tell you that they know about, which is a whole other matter. I, I, I'm also curious, since you guys are you guys are much bigger concert goers than I, like, it was touched on in, in concert, but, like, it, I don't know, again, like, to me, wearing, like, the big name to the small place, it's, like, wearing, I don't know, what if you wore, like, a Kendrick t-shirt to a rap concert that Kendrick Lamar wasn't it's like oh yeah like I know who Kendrick Lamar is like you should I feel like it should be the other way around you should wear the the, the small if, if in this example you have a shirt of both places you should always choose like the smaller shirt I guess is what I'm saying yeah I I really like that and that's kind of what I've been thinking Kevin is is you should always choose the smaller shirt or or at least on the same level that can be hard if you're going to a concert in like a 40 person venue but um, usually the smaller is the best way to go. Now, I could see a situation where if Random Row and Three Notched, if this is a couple years ago, and they really are trying to get a foot in the door of the community, if you're trying to enter the community, be it musically or or as a restaurant or, or a purveyor of drinks in this example, um, if you're wearing other people's stuff there, and even if they're about the same size, it's like maybe you don't want to be reminded of your competition in that moment. So, so just just so I understand this, the two of you are are making the argument. I'm I'm going to I'm going to rephrase what you just said, and sure. because when I rephrase it this way, it's going to sound ridiculous. You're saying that, given the choice, you should always choose the maximum allowable level of hipsterdom. Yes. Sure. God, you said yes to that really quickly. I had to I think mean, about it. I, I've, I, <laughs> listen, I am the person who, who has the rules about what shirts to wear to concerts, and it's all about like the nod and the wink. You wear, you wear the, the, the bat fang shirt to the XX show. You wear yeah. the thin lips shirt to the hop well, so, along show. Yeah, I mean, so really, the start off is like the, or the question was originally like, what the, the rules among what jerseys you're allowed to wear to a certain sporting event really it is is like if you have an array of jerseys from the same team you need to choose the least popular player on the team or the most hipster jersey that you have i mean i did see someone wearing a papelbon shirt the other day here (laughs) you saw what it's pretty good i saw someone in oregon wearing a red sox papelbon jersey well, you don't stand within that person's reach because they'll just that's punch like, you for no reason. But that's following your rule. <laughs> Woof. Well, if he has a Papelbon jersey, he probably has something more. But more what obscure. is that? That doesn't. I mean, more I don't know obscure. That that... I don't know. Anyone who lives in Oregon and willingly has a Jonathan Papelbon jersey also has like a special St. Patrick's Day Trot Nixon jersey. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. You know it. And, Bill and Miller. Th- he was and also working have, at the brewery in the shirt. <laughs> they also have three. They have they have three, three Brian Scalabrini jerseys. And they think Kevin Euclid has a future in the booth. I mean, this is a deranged person. <laughs> I'll go back to my question. From talking this podcast. I'll go and back to my vests. question from before Absolutely. Pierce, which is, is it exhausting to be you? No, I, I, I mean, listen, how often do you really get to leave your house? This is something we were we were talking about before. You know, when when you slap you slap have your the phone opportunity in the case every day. Get, 
yeah, but you should do it purposefully. And, you know, you should look at your wardrobe and say, amongst all these blue shirts, which one is going to make me look coolest? Um, <laughs> you have because positioned we're nothing yourself, if not defined by others. You have positioned yourself as the diametric opposite to the, like, the tech guru types who set the personal uniform so as to take decisions off of their plate. You are intentionally adding extra layers of decision making to your day. You gotta go through the whole decision I mean, tree of like who who do I have to nod and wink to with my choice of t-shirt today? Now I will say that with with the the food service industry, which is this is an extension of, I guess I'm not like as in the know in that. I mean we we we've been to breweries, we've been to restaurants, things like that. I'm not like collecting t-shirts and stuff from there. I have a, a like a t-shirt and this hat that I'm wearing from from Virginia breweries. I think that that's it. But I think any opportunity you have for, you know, the potential of, of the artist or their purveyor or whatever it is to kind of alert them. And that's the audience I'm thinking of here, the creator that, hey, not only do I appreciate your work, but I am aware of it enough to, you know, here, here's my acknowledgement through a, a wink and a nod and Easter egg that, you know, if you notice, I'm, I'm happy about. Um, I think that 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 is what I think about. And I've, I've done that before with concerts and, and the artist has has noted before. And I'm not like, rah, rah, look at me. It's just like it's a very small way to say not only am I happy to be here, but there are a few different ways that I can express it. And here's a message that you know, maybe not everybody will notice. That is very pretentious. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, how do they know you're really paying attention? I feel like that's a way. It's also just like when you're wearing a, a shirt for a, any business, you are essentially wearing an advertisement for that business. And so mm -hmm. I think promoting the little guy by default is is sort of a decent rule i i, I, I can't yeah. get behind that because like if if anything you might let someone if you wear your raise, random row shirt to three notch maybe someone there that has visiting charlottesville and has never you know heard of random row might say hey they look at another brewery we can try or maybe they were googling breweries in charlottesville and say hey that guy you know they connect two and two and and go try the business that they wouldn't have thought of so mm -hmm. i don't know i i wouldn't necessarily get behind it as a rule but i i don't i don't hate it yeah, I yeah. think that makes sense. Yeah, I, I would I would say, but it, you know, but don't flip side. Don't do something like wear a Coldplay shirt you got from Target to I don't know a Phoebe Bridgers show because you will get eye rolls and you might get you know slapped in the back of your head because that's that's just that's grown worthy. That's not very careful and that's a terrible advertisement. Yeah, like maybe don't wear a Fiat shirt if you're going to a NASCAR race. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really that's a really good one, um, and also I think Phoebe Bridgers is is maybe too big a band, too big a person at this point to be like, oh, you yeah, know, maybe it's smaller than Coldplay, maybe not. Are, are there certain brands where you can wear them anywhere though? Like we mentioned, like PBR and, and Budweiser earlier, or like the Grateful Dead. Like, can you wear a Grateful Dead shirt to like any concert? I mean, they sell it. At, someone uh, does. Urban Outfitters now, and I think Target. <laughs> well, yeah, so I don't know. I know someone does. That's yeah. Pink Floyd I mean, might fall in that category too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the exception is like, isn't it? It's like clothing brands. 
you know, like you could wear a polo shirt with the little polo man on it anywhere. That's branding. You know, people wear like at some Levi's point it's just t-shirts. part of your normal wardrobe. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know what would be like it. It would be like a really big independent thing, you know, independent label for talking about music, independent brand of, of some sort that is kind of like you know beyond reproach and that they've always been that way and you can't you can't say notre dame because they they put they put their toes in all the different we don't we don't support Um, we don't support the police yeah exactly that's that's what that's what notre dame it's ostentatiously wearing a sub pop shirt everywhere you go isn't it um I mean, people might do that in in Oregon. It's, it's Max Max may well know, but but yeah, I I I think it's what about yeah, Ford. I mean, they are not beyond. <laughs> they were they were started by a Nazi sympathizer. They are not beyond reproach. So okay, well, <laughs> what about uh, what about NASA? Wear a NASA, NASA? shirt. Yeah. Oh, I think. Uh, People do wear NASA shirts everywhere. People wear NASA yeah. shirts everywhere. You're about and, to see you can buy them at like H and M. You are about to see a lot more of those too. Now that the, these uh, web telescope uh, images have have started coming out, like there's there's Shout about to be to a, those. They are super cool. <laughs> yeah, they are really cool. NASA, I mean, I would say like I would say like NASA, National Geographic, uh, Smithsonian brands, 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 their brands. Do like you see that. Smithsonian shirts around? Do you see? No, I've never I, seen a I National Geographic a shirt anywhere. I can't say I have either. They don't I sell those anymore. But, but if you did, and you were like any place, you'd be like, oh yeah, they do their own thing. But I think that those are all probably those have existed long enough that they're probably problematic in some way. I want to say, I. I is James you, Webb beyond reproach, or or I don't I don't really know much about James Webb. I don't know who that is, but National Geographic is certainly well, not the, the, beyond reproach. No, no, they <laughs> absolutely not. No. Okay, so you can wear a Duke shirt anywhere, but n- not for like the good reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to be respected when you walk into a Neiman Marcus, yeah, I'd say wear a Duke shirt. <laughs> what? All right. I'm 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 gonna step in and, and blow the whistle and say that on that note, it's probably time for us to move on to Pierce's sorry. Um, yeah, what what are you apologizing for besides bringing up Neiman Marcus on the pod today? I mean, just department stores are tough, but if you want people to take you seriously, just put on a shirt of like a quote unquote fancy school, and then people will like fawn over you. But uh, that's that's not what I'm apologizing for this week because I've never done that because I want them to accept me for who I am. If you're in Neiman Marcus, um, they don't think Duke is a fancy school. Uh, maybe maybe you're right. Um, no, but if a few weeks ago I was I was on a run, and uh, for for those of you who don't know, Atlanta is pretty notorious for um, just the state of the roads. Um, I think some of them were paved once and then have not been paved again uh, in the last 150 plus years. Um, The sidewalks are no different. Uh, For the most part, I've been very fortunate in this, but um, uh, my, my apology is, is really to myself, uh, to the rest of my household. um, And then also to the people who were just trying to have a nice, uh, 
you know, an enjoyable time at the farmer's market on a early Saturday morning um, that saw a man bleeding from his his elbow and, and, and knee um, pretty well because I was on these known not great sidewalks. And so when you're moving quickly, you see something like maybe a, a little depression or whatever in the sidewalk and you say, oh, that's fine. I'll just step into the bottom of it because it's large enough that my whole foot can fit in the bottom of that basically sidewalk pothole. And let me tell you that it is a much better idea to slow down or move around it or just stop and then walk very calmly. Because what you don't want to do uh, is tumble some number of feet scraping up your hands and your knees and your elbows because you thought you were smarter than the inanimate object that that was poorly poured um, some years ago. So uh, I have the the scabs and, and bruises and maybe future scars to prove that like you will not beat the sidewalk. The sidewalk will beat you. Um, and I was really like sad about it, like for for a couple days after because of that realization that like. I didn't need to end up sitting there, you know, waiting to go into the farmer's market bleeding. I could have just walked around. It would have taken a second and uh, there would have been no sadness on my part or others. So understand your obstacles. (laughs) You've turned this segment into an incredible piece of performance art and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you should have seen me tumbling down the sidewalk. Now that was a performance. (laughs) Did the person did the person coming my way with a stroller even even bat an eye? Absolutely not. But you know, you know, that's that's a that's a tale for a different time about community. All right. Uh okay, let's do a big idea from pop culture. Uh and uh over the weekend while we were talking about uh brewery t shirts and whatnot, uh I was sitting on my couch watching uh a a film it wasn't really a it wasn't a documentary uh it was i guess it was a a, a concert film in a way um i watched beastie boys story uh on on the apple tv plus service okay and I, it's uh this was a a, a film made of a performance of stage show that the beasties really that ad rock and Mike D uh, had been doing, uh, you know, I, I think in some ways sort of tied to the book they put out a couple years ago. Uh, it was really just like, it tells the whole story of how they met as, you know, New York teens and, and got noticed by, Russell Simmons and Rick Rubin and joined Def Jam and became one of the biggest hip hop acts in the world. And, and, um, you know, it's really nicely done. I, I, the film was put together by Spike Jones. Um, and it was shot the, they did the, the shows at the King's theater in Brooklyn, which is where I went and saw big thief a couple months ago, which super cool venue. Uh, and it was, mm-hmm. it's, it was fascinating. If, if you, if you like the Beastie Boys, if you like rap in general, like I think you know, there's there's a lot for you there. 
um they uh, there are lots of kind of emotional moments they they reckon uh you know they reckon frankly with the fact that uh when they first got started their friend kate schellenbach was part of the band and uh she essentially got pushed out when uh when they became part of jeff def jam because rick and russell like didn't see her as fitting in with the the rest of the dynamic of the group and and how you know they went along with it and and years later would have some regrets and of course there was a, a lot of emotion around um the the death of mca god it's been 10 years now um you know any any time a, a beloved figure dies of cancer before they even make it to 50 it's tremendously sad um but but to see these these two men who had known him for you know their functionally their entire lives uh, and and had gone through a, a great deal together just to you know to hear them talk about what what he meant to them was was really you know it was touching and so like it, it's this was one of the rare things for me where like i i think if this is the kind of thing that you think might be up your alley like a month of apple tv plus is five bucks it's worth it it's worth a subscription fee to just like treat it like a movie rental or a movie ticket just for this thing really really loved it um so yeah uh beastie boy story on apple tv and uh we'll we'll close now with a rolling stone rock trivia question now uh pierce had had done these solo the last two weeks got them both wrong so he's uh He's given you guys a little bit of a little bit of room, Kevin. You're you're hot on on the heels, um, and so today's question is: Which soft rock balladeer wears a Bauhaus T-shirt in one of his band's videos? Is it A. Steve Perry in the video uh, video for Journey's Open Arms? Is it B, Peter Cetera in the video for You're the Inspiration by Chicago? Is it D, uh, David Page, Peitch, Pike uh, in the video for Toto's Stranger in Town? Or is it Lou Graham, a foreigner in the I Want to Know What Love Is video? A. This feels like a shot in the dark. I'll say B. Uh, I'm also going to do A. All right. Max. You are the new leader. You are correct. It was Peter wow. Cetera in the You're the Inspiration video. Now, this is a shirt okay, for I Bauhaus got... the band, not the uh, not the design movement. Oh, well, that's oh, then why I changed I my confused. I changed my yeah. answer. <laughs> you want to intentionally get it wrong now? I don't I don't even know what Bauhaus the band is. Shout I out Shout out to well, all my guys. a hipster band that he was trying to advertise to <laughs> Yeah, he just other. wanted to let people but know. The little guy. It's, it's it's good. It's good that uh I, I you know, you get out these these bands from people cuz now I can put them all on my do not play list. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's <laughs> that's the end of the show you can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com or you can subscribe to the show feed on your podcast app of choice we'll be back next week to talk about something else until then i'm sean i'm pierce 
I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye.